0: You're listening to the Wellington Mornings Podcast with Nick Mills from Newstalk ZB. Taking the pulse of the city, the capital letter on Newstalk ZB. It's time for Capital Letter. Georgina Campbell joins me now. She's New Zealand Herald's Wellington's issue reporter, correspondent. Good morning, George. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yesterday, we had Sarah Gardner on from Let's Get Wellington Moving on the show uh, after the New Zealand Transport Association's funding was confirmed for the Golden Mile and Thorndon Key projects. What did you make of her answers?
1: I thought the most interesting thing was that she said to expect more details about this business support package and the business advisory, advisory group in the coming weeks. And I think for businesses... The Golden Mile project is happening, you know. They have made their position, um, you know, some of them who are opposed to it, very clear. But it is happening now. And so I think they probably need to regather themselves and put um, their effort into getting what they need out of this business support package especially. Um, So I think that was something that was... uh, quite key and important for businesses to refocus on. Um, I thought it was interesting how she described the disruption, um, you know, lasting for two or three years, but it would be in stages and it kind of reminded me of the roadworks that are happening on my street at the moment. We got a pamphlet in the mail saying, you know, we're going to rip up your street and this is going to take three months and I said, oh my god, like, you know, that's going to be chaos but they do you know our part was done first and now they're further up the street and I wouldn't even know they were there so okay. I kind of imagined the, the golden mile might be similar to that like it will be very disruptive for a little while but it's not like it's going to be the full three years
0: but you know that it is because it's always going to take longer than what you know that we know that look at I mean you were the expert on Blumen transmission gully I mean that was supposed to oh come on
1: yeah, but, uh, but I think what stood out for me is that, that they will do it in, like, sections, okay. right? So it's only going to be right outside um, the door to your business for a period of time, not the full three years.
0: Are these two main projects now awaiting any further funding commitments, or does it all go? Is it basically, green light now, it starts, away we go. As soon as the World Cup's over, diggers are going to be in the ground, and away we go.
1: Yeah, early works on the Golden Mile will start in September, um, and then it will be all go uh, next year.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) We have different opinions on this and we'll leave it at that, but I support your opinion. I very much support your opinion. Uh, You've been leading the way in reporting on these City Council data breaches, even exposing the details of those people. It's pretty bad, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I couldn't believe this. Um, I got contacted at Six thirty in the evening, I was just wrapping up work, um, notified of another privacy breach at Wellington City Council so I uh, hit the phones and um, thrashed out the story but uh, this of course follows the more serious harm um, data breach of the people involved in road crashes. This time the council has published the names, IP addresses and accessibility needs of some people who made submissions on the Golden Mile plan. Can't believe it relates to let's get Wellington moving but it does. <laughs> um, so uh, an investigation has found the personal information was publicly available on the Wellington City Council website for nine days before they realised. Um, It relates to 112 submissions. So basically, Let's Get Wellington Moving did this consultation uh, and Let's Get Wellington Moving has um, different privacy policies than the council and uh, it was published on the council's website. So this is not a good look for the council, you know, like we should be able to trust the council with personal information.
0: Should I feel safe now submitting an opinion on information to the council
1: well I, th- I think on balance yes um, but the, especially I suppose because the council has called in um, you know independent people to investigate the uh, other the first privacy breach um, and they say that they're you know having a look at this and will have measures in place so it doesn't happen again so I guess the good thing is is that the spotlight is on this now so hopefully they can tighten things up.
0: I want to ask you about Loafers Lodge because you've written today about the fact that the council considered evacuating Lofa's Lodge well before that tragic fire. Is that just an anomaly or is that something that's more serious than that?
1: Yeah, this story that I published today was um, based off correspondence, email correspondence released under um, the Local Government Official Information and Meetings Act. And it kind of just showed the toing ing and fro-ing um, between the property manager and the council in terms of trying to sort out serious safety issues and the council essentially got so frustrated that they threatened to issue a dangerous building notice which would mean that everybody would have to evacuate the building immediately. So there did seem to be some real tension there in terms of sorting some of these problems out. Um, It's unclear uh, when they were actually sorted out um, but worth worth knowing too that uh, the building did have a building warrant of fitness in March.
0: So could there be any consequences based on this or the fact that they had the Warrant of Fitness cleared them for operating?
1: Yeah, the council won't answer any more of my questions, but as they've said that they, police have asked them not to release any more information while there's an investigation going. So unfortunately, there are a lot of unanswered questions, but I think it's probably we can assume that the issues were sorted out and... I mean because that building warrant of fitness was issued in March this year.
0: Now George I can we just quickly can mention that the shilling has left Wellington Harbour. We don't see it every day now thank God for that but it's, it's gone. left the harbour. I watched it leave. I was uh, sitting up in, on on the the hills of Sea Tune and I watched it leave and I went celebrate a good time here gone.
1: Yeah, see you later. Thank it's goodness gone. for that. That was a saga, wasn't it?
0: Oh, it was a bloody ugly piece of shit, wasn't it? Anyway, I shouldn't say that, should I, on radio. You, what else are you working on, George? What are the big stories? Give our listeners your scoop, because I know they love listening to you, telling, telling them a scoop and giving them a scoop.
1: I'm actually working on my column for next week, so we'll talk about that on Wednesday. Um, but, of course, it is a short week, and uh, I've got Matariki off, and I'm heading to Martinborough, so I'm looking forward
0: to that. Oh, well, that wasn't what I asked you. Asked, be, I did ask you what you're doing for your holiday. I'm saying, what are you working on? What story? What scoop? People don't want to hear that you're going on holiday. They want to know what you're, what you're writing about.
1: It's my way of saying I'm tying up loose ends, getting the column done, but I'm very much uh, looking forward to on the long weekend. Good (laughs)
0: on you! Always a pleasure. Thank you, Georgina Campbell is the New Zealand Herald Wellington issues correspondent. For more from Wellington mornings with Nick Mills, listen live to News Talk ZB Wellington from nine am weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.